0: Welcome back to another edition of Taking Sides, and your host, Al Walsh, as always, joined by Paulie Parlays. You can catch the show on Twitter at uh, Taking underscore Sides. You can catch me, Al, at 14A.Walsh. You can catch Paul at Game Day Facts. there. Uh, As always, we are brought to you by us-odds.com. Always make sure you go there. Each and every week to start your NFL research. Uh going to be digging into NBA, MLB soon, so make sure you stick around for that as well. But again, us-shots.com is where you go to get all the information you need to win prop bets each and every week. So make sure you go there. Uh Paul, as always joined by this this lovely man from the from the great island that is long out there. How's life going there for you?
1: Everything is going really well. This is my favorite Saturday and Sunday of the year.
0: Really, you like it more than the first one?
1: I do. I, I, well, the first one this year was very different because we got it was super wild card weekend, so we got an extra game, which is why I always love this weekend because you have arguably each conference's final four, which should be the best four teams. It doesn't always work out that way, but typically this weekend we get three or four really, really, really good football games.
0: Okay. I see. What you're yeah, we do get the we do get the top seeds in the action, of course, this year different, you know, with the with the top seed, uh, you know, only being the one getting the the uh, the bye week there. So I I listen I see this being a detriment to one team in particular this weekend. We're gonna get to talk about it. But um I'm kind of shocked that you went there with that this being your first week and if we were in normal life, we'd get that Monday off too most likely
1: I'm off on Monday, which I've which I found out out of nowhere like that nice. legitimately we're we're sitting let's say it's today we're recording it's Thursday night it was Monday or Tuesday, and I don't even remember what we were talking about and out of nowhere I just get an email and it's like. Don't forget, you're off on Monday for Martin Luther King Day.
0: That's great.
1: And I'm like, wait, am I uh, am I in high school again? Like, I, I think that that might have been the last time, I guess, in college. It's a national holiday, so we were off for that, too. But since I started work life, like, especially in the industry that you and I are in, you work every holiday. So having yeah. a, a random Monday, but, but then, but then my boss comes around, <laughs> like, I don't know if you're off on Monday yet. <laughs> because we are uh, launching in a couple of new states next week. So I get it. Like, it's not, it's going to be a slow day anyway. But I was just, like, so excited that I'm like, ooh, football Sunday, Sunday, fun day, off Monday.
0: Isn't, isn't that the common theme of the boss? Oh, yeah, you guys got off? Yeah, you think so? No, nah, I, I, let me check on that. I'll get back to you. But, you so, know.
1: So two of my, uh, my, uh, my minions, <laughs> I didn't even know about it. Um, but my boss was like, you guys are working Super Bowl. She hasn't told me this yet, so I, I might be off on the Super Bowl, which is awesome.
0: Yeah. See, I, I worked Super Bowl. Uh, I you know,
1: working the, at Super Bowl, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I did. I liked it. There's a lot of different aspects that you pay attention to that you probably wouldn't have. I mean, I think the most important thing is probably the profits. Like, you're keeping a very, very keen eye on those throughout the entire night. Whereas, you know, if you're at somebody's house, you know, you're probably dilly dallying over by the Buffalo chicken dip, you know, trying to get another pig in a blanket. You're not really sure uh, what's going on. So,
1: right.
0: <laughs> yeah, of <laughs> course, all right. That's what everybody does.
1: <laughs> I, I would like an extra, uh, an extra pig in a blanket. I mean, I think that's like, that's like a, a Super Bowl staple, but you yes. never eat it like ever except there. Because in the summer, you don't have pigs in a blanket. You grill. You grill hot dogs. Yeah. Pigs, pigs in a blanket are like winter. are like a winter gathering. Where I'm trying to think when else.
0: I think it's we like weddings. weddings. They've been at weddings. A couple oh, of weddings. Yeah,
1: cocktail hour. But like, yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, you got to have a cocktail hour to get to the wedding. That's to the reception. I mean, you, come on. You think you just go straight in there? Come on.
1: The cocktail hours arguably the best part of any wedding.
0: I I agree. A lot of a lot of nights have been made and lost at the cocktail hour.
1: I I so one of our our listeners, um, Evan, the uh, the one that screwed me over in fantasy. Yep. He is famous within my group of friends for over uh, what's the word indulging. Okay during during cocktail hours. Wow. Where 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 it's not even the alcohol, it's the food. Okay. He like gets his own table (laughs) and gets like six plates. (laughs) It's, It's like it's a running joke now, but like the next wedding that we're at, whenever all of this is over, oh my god, I can't imagine.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. he's got to.
1: in house for a year and a half.
0: He's got to get his cocktail hour fixed in. We we're, were talking about that, you know, um, the other night. Just kind of like what? Actually, it was. It was like a month ago, but whatever. Freaking the different foods that people have at cocktail hour. Like some people have brought in some famous delis to do some work. Famous hot dog. I mean, I just, I just wonder, you, you know, what would I do in that situation? They would have to be Chick-fil-A. They would have to be Chick-fil-A or it would have to be uh, Popeye's or something along those lines.
1: That's fair. Um, So I have a very good friend. His name is Todd Katz. His wedding was up in Rochester. He had Katz's Deli delivered there.
0: Mm, Interesting.
1: Like next level awesome. Yeah. What, you're you're not into that?
0: Oh no! I, I am, absolutely. I just had a pastrami special sandwich today. Not from Katz's, but I, ha, I had, one. They're very comparable.
1: Yeah, over there in Jersey.
0: Uh, absolutely, Little Food Cafe. Got to give them a, a special shout out on the Taking Show, I mean, they're they're huge. They're huge listeners to the program. I sure hope so. Speaking of huge, uh, James Harden in, in in Brooklyn now. This is pretty amazing. Uh, Just, you know, here here I was uh, going to the last four, I think, uh, opening nights to to Brooklyn Nets games, not even allowed in the building this year. And my, oh, my, what has changed in in time? Um, I I have no idea how I feel about this yet. Harden, as Paul knows, as some of you watching know, he was my favorite player in the NBA. So now to have him on the on my favorite team this is it's supposed to be surreal but i think you know we kind of just got a souped up team right now to play some play some sick street ball and you know if we make it to the to the final four or to the conference finals you know that'll that that would be a win in my book
1: i think if you guys don't win it's a it's a failed season
0: yeah, I mean, we've seen super teams together for the first year. It hasn't always gone smooth. But, I i mean, it depends, too, what Kyrie's doing. You know, is he going to come back and play at any point? Is he really going to sit out the whole year? He's an absolute disaster. You know, I i understand now that right? don't do drugs. They, Kyrie Irving should be – they should have a picture of Kyrie Irving on that poster. This guy's crazy, man. It's You'll not – okay. He's not even like like at like asshole moon crazy. He's just like out there crazy. That's the worst kind. You don't know what to do.
1: This is a sports betting show. Let's talk about how the Harden uh, trade affected the Mets' eastern uh, Eastern Conference odds and the title odds. So I think I think there was a massive over overcompensation. So first, uh, they were plus two between plus two fifty and plus three hundred to win the East. Now they're between plus one twenty-five and plus one fifty. So they are they now twice there's twice as good a chance that they will win the East because they got James Harden. <laughs> I just think it's a huge overcorrection because they still can't rebound and they still can't play defense. Which yeah. they're going to have
0: to. Yeah, I definitely don't think that this makes them Locks to be a to be an NBA Finals winner, and they're going to be exciting as hell. But it's just it's just not going to be championship winning basketball. I think they had the building of it, so it's weird. It, like when you look at it from the fact of it's just KD and LeVert and and Allen and and guys like and Joe Harris, you know. Then I don't know that they're a top four team, you know, in the NBA, but you know, with Kyrie and all those guys, yeah, I think they're top 14. Now, at this point, Kyrie, Harden, and Durant, I like. I want to say, like, technically, yes, you are top 14, but fundamentally, you're not. I, I'm allowed to give that answer.
1: Yeah. Look, you have on any given night three players that are going to score you between 80 and 100 points. That's insane. Yeah, real. No one else is going to score. <laughs> Actually, so Joe Harris will hit three three pointers a game. He'll give you nine, <laughs> yeah. maybe twelve. Sometimes he'll hit four. Then you have the three of them scoring twenty-two to thirty. Who else? Is, who else scores points? Like I don't even know who's left.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: In what he's hurt,
0: Bruce Brown been been getting crazy out there on the bench. Good for Or I'm, I'm sorry, not on the bench. Not on the bench. Start him.
1: But I also don't think the Nets are done. This this isn't the team that they're going into the playoffs. No. More, more moves will be made. They'll get some veteran rim protector, not named uh, DeAndre Jordan, because he's terrible.
0: He's a he's a fine backup.
1: Right, but he's starting. He's gonna have to start. They need somebody better than that, and then they still need a like three and D guy, which they.
0: Do not have right now. Yeah, I mean, look, I think with the pieces that they got, you make it work. Durant, for now, can play more, you know, at the four, sort of five-ish in some situations, you know, if they go small like that. Um, yeah, I just, I don't even know that we're going to see Kyrie back for a while. So that kind of, that kind of tilts things a lot as well,
1: too. Um, yeah, but they're also going to have like a like like the old death lineup with the the Warriors, where they're going to play yeah. Durant at the five, Jeff Green at the four.
0: Ah, oh, Jeff Green has been unbelievable.
1: I always so when when they were still the Sonics, you had Jeff Green and Durant in the same draft. Yeah. And like I I thought Jeff Green because I loved him at Georgetown. I thought he was going to be like like a star like Durant. Instead, he's just a really good solid veteran for however long
0: and he's been on a lot of the lebron teams you know with the Cavs and stuff like he's played some meaningful basketball so you know he's definitely you know the moment's not too big for him but i yeah i've always seen him in those spots there lebron and just been like you know what like this guy can ball he's he's good he played with the celtics as well so this guy's no stranger to to the uh to the big moments but Yeah, I think, you know, looking at the rest, I mean, obviously Toronto's not as strong as we thought they were going to be. You know, you probably wind up going against Milwaukee, and that's certainly a fascinating matchup because Milwaukee pretty good on the defensive end, and, you know, you kind of got, you'll have the Greek versus KD, just like two of the longest dudes ever going against each other. And then, you know, just these amazing complementary pieces, if you can even call them that on these two teams. So, I'm looking forward to that in the Eastern Conference Finals. I, I think that they do get there kind of on talent alone, but it won't be easy. It, it certainly won't.
1: So you're like completely writing off the heat or the 76ers. I like the Sixers. <sighs> totally honest. Yeah. It never does it in the playoffs. I don't know why. I don't know if Drew Holiday is going to make that difference, but I really, really like the Sixers. They finally have shooting around Embiid and Simmons. If they can stay healthy. Um, that's a team that I like and I love their odds too. And, and they now got slightly longer because the nets have gotten shorter. So like, I, I, I kind of like love it now because now the odds almost pay for themselves.
0: Yeah. I shouldn't say I'm definitely like writing those teams off. Just kind of, I guess. We... I'm,
1: forgetting, I'm
0: forgetting about the Celtics. Yeah. I mean, it's true. It really comes to mind first here, but, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not downplaying them at all. I just think that you know th- this is a pretty damn talented team. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about the Nets in the next two weeks and forget like, oh yeah, Jared Allen's not on this team anymore. Oh yeah, Karras the isn't on this team. Like, it- it's definitely weird, you know. Like, what's that that Tupac song? Change it, things will never be the same. You know, like it's crazy going from like the uh, Will Russell to Kenny Atkinson to. You know, just all these different pieces kind of falling off the rebuild part by part. Sean marks definitely gets a huge uh, round of applause in all this, too, thinking about where the Nets were after that trade with the Celtics to having three of the top, you know, whatever, 10 NBA players. It's it's incredible just how that thing got resurrected in such a short amount of time. So uh, big props to them. And let's go get a title because that's all that's left to do now, you know?
1: Is Joe Harris the longest tenured net right now?
0: I think I believe so. Yeah. That's
1: so weird. Like, just think about that. Yeah. You're in Witty, but he's hurt.
0: Yeah, Joe Harris been playing with the headband lately. He's wild. He's getting paid well. He's he's doing nice.
1: Oh, well, they're gonna have fun All Star Weekend. <laughs> <have the> best-
0: <laughs> he got a, he got himself a title two years ago. He got that title.
1: Oh, the three point contest. Yeah. I was like, I was like, he was, he was on the Warriors, <laughs> and it's like, no, no, no. But yeah, so the other thing, they went from six to one to three to one to win the title, which I think is crazy. They're they're second to the Lakers now, in the title odds. Wow. Which I get it, but it, just because stars, that's it. That's the yeah,
0: end. absolutely. And you the know
1: Game too- together.
0: When everybody's back, you stagger harden on that second unit, you know, get him get him as the main facilitator there. You'd have sort totally of the same thing as what Levert was doing, but just no Jared Down. That part that part really sucks. Now, again, he would have been a free agent, I believe, at the end of the season, they couldn't come to an agreement on his contract before this season. So that I think that part of played a part in us all too that they really did not want to pay Honestly,
1: then the trade would never happen, but the Knicks have guys, that would be great. on. Oh, list. yeah.
0: Yeah, they have a stockpile of fucking power forwards. And yeah,
1: or, or even like Nerland's Noel. Yeah. That is the exact player that the Nets need. He plays defense. He blocks shots. That would be his only job.
0: I'm going to need to run down the, the list of guys again. I'm going to get back to you with an name. I know you mentioned Kevin Love.
1: Yeah. But I'm just well, if, realistic. If Kyrie, only if Kyrie isn't coming back. Yeah. Which could totally happen. It would be hysterical if Mark sends him back to the cast.
0: That would be that'd be nice.
1: And Kevin Love would be absolutely utterly perfect. Think about Love, Durant, and Harden. That works.
0: Yeah, I think when we talk about like a, a big guy, right? Like we're supposed to think first to like a you know, it's your typical five. But with the way the game is played now, you could you know, you could put Durant against the, the other team five and You know, go at love at the four or whatever it is. Uh, Yeah, positionless basketball. Embrace it, folks. Embrace it. Well,
1: other guy that they could get who just doesn't fit on his current team. I I don't love it, but he's a veteran. He's smart. Uh, Horford. Okay. Okay. Horford's on the the Thunder. I will him.
0: Very expensive.
1: But it doesn't matter. Like, he's the kind of guy that your team needs if you're going to win. Yeah, and thank you. I am the mania. Yeah, stars, you are the mania.
0: <laughs> he is the shamania. He is him. All right, we're ready to uh, do the these football games.
1: Oh boy, let's do it. Let's. Uh, we got uh, two games Saturday, two games Sunday. I am so excited. This is awesome. What is the I?
0: I what? What's the head-to-head record now between us?
1: you want to talk about take a side? Yeah. You want the good news or the bad news?
0: Oh, the bad news first.
1: The bad <laughs> yeah. The bad news is I didn't win both bets last week.
0: Okay.
1: Now you want the good news? What's that? We tied one and I won the other.
0: Okay.
1: you are down by seven now. All right. So pretty amazing. So we, we took Tampa Bay and Washington football team. With an eight point spread, the final score was 31 to 23. It was exactly Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So that, was a, so that was a push. And then um, I had the Saints minus nine and a half or 10. It didn't matter. Uh, they won 21 to nine over the Bears. So you now have a seven point deficit to make up, but you could still do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I got this.
1: We this week because I'll let you pick and I'll just agree. Um, but I hope we have to. If our listeners don't know, Al and I actively choose not to talk about it before because we don't want to be like, oh, you know, I'll take that. Like, we want this to be real and we want it to be. These are our picks. And if we both do take the same team, that's great. But most of the time, it just doesn't happen.
0: It's really real, man. This is very exciting stuff. All right. You ready to do this?
1: Yeah, what's the first game Saturday?
0: Well, before we begin, let's make sure that we let the people know about William Hill and their fantastic deal. TS five hundred is the promo code that you use to get yourself a hundred percent deposit bonus on first time deposits of up to five hundred dollars. I should also mention this is for New Jersey members only. So if you are not a member of the Garden State, you know, just disregard what I just said. You know, one day the next time you come here you can use that bet on your own. But for now, those of us within state boundaries for NFL Divisional around weekend will be using the promo code TS500 at WilliamHill.com to make their first deposits.
1: Or if you happen to be in Manhattan and want to take the path, that's a quick and easy one.
0: No, nah, nobody wants to go to Manhattan anymore.
1: So so one of, my, uh, one of my coworkers has been going late night to Jersey just to place bets. I'm like, you're nuts, man. That's crazy.
0: Have you notified the HR department yet?
1: What? He's allowed?
0: No, nah, but I mean, that makes him tired for work the next day. I'm kidding. That, that, would, that would be me. That would be me.
1: What? Because he's going there to place bets and then coming yeah. back?
0: Yeah. He's he's not properly using his body energy.
1: When you're off the clock, you can do whatever you want. Just that's
0: just That's what they want you to think.
1: <laughs> what do you mean?
0: No, people will be getting private business all the time. It the happens. Only,
1: the only problem is when you go out and you lose two laptops.
0: That's that's a rough one.
1: That's where the line is. But closed. when, one, when is one is returned, laptop, laptop fine. Yeah, Your laptop. I don't think so.
0: But when one is returned, there is no choice but for forgiveness. It's in the Bible. <laughs>
1: I still can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. you, you got to just tell, tell the story in, in like eight seconds. No. I went out, had computers, got home, no computers. No
0: computers. It's, uh, it, it's, the, worst, it's the worst feeling in the world, folks. But anyway, the, the even worse feeling is losing, take a side to Paul. So we got to get back on the good foot here. So winning the first game, it will be the Los Angeles Rams at the Green Bay Packers. Packers favored by six and a half in this one. Money line odds are currently at 313 uh, for the Packers, plus 270 for the Rams. And we got a total sitting somewhere in the 45 and a half, 46 region. Nevertheless, though, Paul, I'm going to read it off here. I decided we now we open we open here at a seven-point spread. I'm okay with it at six and a half, but uh, I'm going to be taking the Los Angeles Rams. Plus the six and a half points in this one. How about yourself?
1: I think we just found our first take aside.
0: Nice. Look at that. I,
1: um, as long as it's six and a half, that's the number I have. Look, I truth is I said this last week and the Rams upset the Seahawks. But Jared Goff had surgery two and a half, three weeks ago. Yep. It's going to be freezing cold temperatures. In Green Bay, who had extra time to rest up with facing Aaron Rodgers. I, I just can't see the Rams scoring enough points to keep up with the Packers. Where I think, okay, so the Packers are averaging 30 points a game. Let's yeah. give them the playoffs. So I, I think they score about 27. And I just can't see the Rams scoring more than 27. My final score prediction is
0: 27-17. 27-17. All right, I'm going to go
1: Packers 20. What's up? Which also puts me on the under.
0: Okay. I'm going to go Packers 20-16 to 16 in this one. How
1: are you even get to 16. getting to
0: 16? What's up?
1: How are you getting to 16?
0: A touchdown and three field goals.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Good math.
0: I mean come on, that's that's basic shit right there, Paul.
1: I, I was like they're gonna score two touchdowns and go for two to <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, no so in this matchup I think you know Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, they haven't faced a lot of tough defenses this season. They faced Indianapolis. Um uh, I'm, the one's mistake in my mind, but if you look at their schedule, a lot of great matchups for them. Aaron Donald, I know he's a little banged up, he's gonna create some pressure there up the middle. Uh or the Rams Defensive front seven right there, so that's going to be able to get in Rogers' face. You're going to have Devontae Adams, who's matched up against Jen and Ramsey. Uh, this is a matchup that has not bode well for a lot of number one receivers. Now, we know Devontae Adams. We, we can probably call him the best wide receiver in football, but this is a matchup that is certainly difficult. Now, it's a difficult one one-on-one, and even if the Rams want to draw up a scheme to kind of take – offense away from Devontae Adams. They're very capable of doing that. We've seen them do many, many great things before. So, again, I think you take Devontae Adams out of the offense, you start getting a pass rush on Aaron Rodgers, I think things get a little flustered for this Packers team. Again, I don't love that six and a half number. Betting it on my own, I'm going to get up to seven, maybe eight if I can find something else to pair it with. But maybe even ten if I can find something great to pair it with. But I uh, I would love to make sure I at least get to seven, betting the Rams, and then I'd, I'd feel comfortable.
1: Yeah, I totally feel you. I think that the Rams' defense can keep this game close. Yeah. But but I just don't think their offense can keep up. But, yes, if Jalen Ramsey shuts down Devontae Adams, that means that Rodgers is going to have to rely on uh, Tunyon and MBS and Lazard um, and they're gonna have to lean on Aaron Jones, even though that that front seven for the Rams is really tough to run. On.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing too. You know, you, you try to get it going with Aaron Jones. That this is the this is the time that the Packers have been saving him for. You know, all those all those regular season quarters where you're like, Where the hell is Aaron Jones? I don't see him win my fantasy points. Well, he was resting on the sideline for this game, so or for these playoffs that, but Yeah, I think we're just going to see a low-scoring game. I think the Rams, when they have the ball, they're going to be very slow, lethargic with it, try to take Aaron Rodgers off the field. So, again, it's what I hope. It's what I see happening. But uh, definitely keeping it under here. I think, uh, yeah, again, you're right. The Rams aren't going to really score a lot, but they're certainly going to hold on to that ball. Yeah,
1: I'm with you on the under. If you do the math, I came to 44. So the, I see 45 and a half, 46. So I'm pretty happy with taking the under. Um, I might, if you're forcing me to make a bet in this game, I would take the under before I take a side. Okay. But,
0: Interesting.
1: For, but for our take a side, I will take a side. Okay. So I'll, I'll take the pack minus six and a half. You get, uh, you get the Rams plus six and a half. And we can't tie. It's impossible.
0: Yeah. Damn it. I guess every game has to be bet with the uh, the hawk. I
1: can't can't believe we tied last week. What are the odds of hitting eight?
0: I know. It should have been eight and a half.
1: I'm sorry it wasn't.
0: I thought I got lemonade on my sweatshirt.
1: I thought you were just repping Nike.
0: Blue. How come there's no ice in my
1: lemonade?
0: (laughs) It's crazy. Every movie has been on lately. Like... I don't know. Um knocked up, um, for like 40 year old virgin. Like all, all these great movies that we had, I guess, just as we turned like the drinking age and and old school has not been on. Like literally everything has been on.
1: So a movie I watched earlier this week, I really hope you like this because it's one of my like favorite stupid movies. Well, I hope I don't hate it. What are your thoughts on Accepted? Oh, I love Accepted. Yeah,
0: the great, the great, guys, the great, great Blake idea. Lively
1: and Fat Jonah Hill.
0: Yes, oh, yeah. It was,
1: wow, it was huge.
0: Yeah, that is true. Yeah,
1: yeah, great. Like I, I would not say great movie. Great movie when you have nothing to do and just want to lay there for an hour and a
0: half. I watched that quite a few times because you know, I, I guess I have I've had movie channels for a while, yeah. and if a certain movie gets on, but again, yeah, Blake Lively being in it absolutely takes the cake.
1: Yeah, and uh, Justin Long plays Bartleby. Why is his name Bartleby? That's what I'm like. How did the writer that? that's going to be? His because
0: story. his parents are assholes, and they obviously <laughs> named that kid. <laughs> you see it in the movie; like they're total steps, you know.
1: All right, that's fair. And uh, they they go to South Harmon Institute. of And
0: California. how how stupid are you to let your kid go to college without knowing that the the acronym for it was shit?
1: They're
0: shitheads. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of parenting uh, is that? Come on. Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, there was there's so many like stupid little things in that movie <laughs> that I just like, laugh so hard. I'm like, I haven't seen this in a long time, and it still gets me. Not that anyway, a- like, old school. I still laugh like at things when I can. I can recite the line, and I still laugh.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Uh, Buffalo, Baltimore. Let's do it. We got the the Ravens at the Bills in this one. Opened at three points here. Bills were the favorites. Uh, we we shifted slightly down to two and a half. I had uh, one and a half Bills at some books as as. Uh, it was probably Tuesday or Wednesday this week, so that could be a telling sign. Nevertheless, on the money line here for the two teams, they're, they're minuscule. Minus 133 for Buffalo, plus 130 for Baltimore. And we currently got a total of 49.5 on this game. This should definitely be one of the more exciting ones. We forgot to mention that Packers-Rams game is the has the lowest total of the week. That was the first one that we talked about. This one here. Uh, Buffalo-Baltimore, this is going to be the second lowest total of the week. Now, uh, thank God I looked at the, the weather alert before diving into this game. It's going to be wet in Buffalo on Saturday night. So I'm sure that's got a little bit to do with the total. I'm sure that's got a little bit to do with the spread. I know we're already on the same side on this one. For Paul, Paul read it out of the bag earlier that he was on the Ravens. But I, too, am on the Ravens. I actually had a guy, Justin Smith... Hit me up on the Facebook message or uh, on the comment for, for when I shared the show. So, who do you like in that game, Ravens or Bills? He's a Bills fan, so I said Ravens, and then you're dead to me.
1: So I have a, a bunch of funky stats. Oh, I game. love funky stats. It's, you it's came changing the right
0: stuff. place, Paul.
1: It doesn't change my opinion, but it could help you when it comes to live betting. And I know you love it. I like it. it. So uh, if you're, if you're both consensus. Um, I, I like the, I like the Ravens money line. I like the Ravens plus points. Um, what I pitched to Al, which we might do a group bet on is if we're both on the Ravens and we really like it, let's push it so that they're minus two and a half where they can win by a field goal and get really, really nice plus odds, because if they win, they'll win by at least a field goal. So no need to take the money line, but. If they lose, they're going to lose by whatever it is. It's not going to matter. Right. So, not take them minus the points because taking them plus one and a half or two and a half isn't going to matter. I don't think it's going to end up being a one- or two-point game. Um, but here's the stats. Ready? Okay. It's decided by seven points or less this season. Baltimore is two and four. Buffalo is four and one. Okay. So if it's a close game that kind of says Buffalo should win. Okay. And now here's your live bets. If you if the if the team scores first, the Ravens are eight and two, the Bills are eight and one. Interesting. If the team is leading at the half, the Ravens are ten and two. The Bills are eleven and one. Wow. So the way look at this. Whoever scores first, whoever's winning at the half is going to win the game. And I kind of see no way around it. Like those are it's not like it's 9 and 3, 8 and 4. This is like if we're ahead, we stay ahead.
0: Yeah. Interesting. So those those are all the fun facts.
1: That's all the fun facts. The only other thing I can tell you is that these teams are combined average points per game is
0: 60.
1: Over under is fifty, so that's why I like the over, because that's just ten points that I don't think is going to disappear.
0: So we saw Buffalo earlier this year in a in a rainy, sloppy game against Kansas City, and they they certainly did not look the part. Kansas City went in there and whipped their ass. Um, I am I'm kind of like I I really didn't want. I knew, like, it was going to come down to Bill's Chiefs, Ravens, like, you know, those three teams. But, like, you're sad at this point because you're like, uh man, like, like, one of them got to go now, you know? But, I, unfortunately, I, I do think it's going to be the Bills. I think the Ravens are just playing well at the right time. They're getting timely defense. Uh, the running game could always be a factor, you know, especially when you got multiple heads going at them. J.K. Dobbins, uh, Gus Edwards, in addition to Lamar, who's been doing some fantastic things with his legs. But again, too, you know, like just like we talked about, Aaron Jones, the Ravens a lot. They didn't run a lot of those those rush plays for for Lamar Jackson earlier this season, and that's why he kind of saw his fantasy point totals dipped. You saw, you know, like just the personal numbers did not look that good. Once they start unleashing these power run plays for him and and let them get loose in the secondary, you're starting to see a whole new different offense with this Ravens team. So, again, they were they were able to take advantage of a very crappy uh, Tennessee defense at times last week. It's uh, going to be a little, more, little bit more of a challenge here, but I do think that you can run the, the football effectively against Buffalo, and that's exactly how Baltimore is going to get it done. They're going to get it done, run the football, timely turnovers, hate going against my man Josh Allen, but – I do owe me some Lamar, too.
1: So speaking of running the football, um, if you go to day.com, I wrote Love that site. A, uh, wonderful site. Um, I did prop bets for this game okay. as well as my bets. And one of my prop bets, I'm only going to give you one. I'm not going to give you all three. Two. Right into this conversation. Uh, Lamar Jackson, anytime touchdown score, plus 105. Okay. Number one, I love, that I, I love that I'm getting plus odds, like on... Lamar running it in um, the 48 yard touchdown last week was just so impressive. Carried the ball, carried the ball 16 times for 136 yards last week in the regular season. Jackson had seven rushing touchdowns. So that's a touchdown essentially every other game. And then I went through the bills game log and I tried to find a comparable quarterback. Cause I'm like, okay, let me figure this out and see how they do against running quarterbacks. So in the Hale Murray game okay. with, with Kyler Murray, Kyler ran the ball 11 times. What do you think his numbers were on those 11 carries?
0: Uh, this was against Buffalo yep. 103?
1: No. So uh, he went 11 for 61. Okay. And also had two rushing touchdowns. Okay. So that's why I'm like, oh, my God. Lamar is a better rusher than Kyler. He's probably going to get more carries than Kyler did give me Lamar anytime touchdown at better than even money, you know, twice on Sunday, three times on Saturday, however that saying goes. What's that saying again?
0: Uh twice on Sunday. It,
1: it, give it to me something and twice on Sunday, right? Yeah. We <laughs> we're not getting it right, so uh my apologies.
0: No, yeah, just give it to me.
1: <laughs> just just take it. Just like give it. I think that's that's my that's so that's my favorite prop from Saturday. And like I said, my um my favorite bet for Saturday is either the under in game one or the Ravens any which way in, in game two. Where, what's your what's your Saturday best bet? Sorry for keeping you awake, Al.
0: No, I'm so sorry, but I'm like mates. <laughs> I got I got a Nah, you know how it. Why do you fool the dog, man? I'm just exhausted. Um Aww. Yeah. And he's like he's trying to take over my livelihood. He's biting my hands all the time. Um. But oh, no, best bet and um, I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Um, uh, you know, I, and again, I'm gonna try to get it to that plus three. But um that's yeah, that's definitely gonna be my best bet here.
1: And then so just to confirm our Saturday take aside is uh, I get The Packers minus six and a half. Al gets the Rams plus six and a half. It's worth two points as he tries to cut into the deficit so he doesn't have to make his beard a funny color.
0: Yeah. Woo!
1: Oh, beards.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Let's get to the third game here. So we're going to stay in the NFC. Uh, We're going to do the Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs, 10 point favorites there at home. Uh, Minus 490 there on the money line, plus 400 on the money line for the Browns. And then we got a total sitting here, we'll call it 57, to be honest. Uh, This is the highest total of any game on the divisional round slate here. So, for all that being said, Paul, big spread here, biggest spread, biggest total of the week. Who are you rolling with here, Browns or Chiefs?
1: I am rolling with our defending Super Bowl champions the Kansas city chiefs. Do you have nine and a half or 10 there?
0: I got 10.
1: Right. So it opened at nine and a half. It's up to 10. Now I obviously like it a lot better at nine and a half. Right. But I think the Browns blew their load last week. That would, that was their super bowl. Yeah. I understand. I understand. Stavansky wasn't there last week. I understand Denzel Ward didn't play last week. I understand that Joel bit wasn't there last week, but even getting those guys back, I, the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. Look, the the one thing that could make a difference in that 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 point spread is if uh, Edwards-Ellair plays. I think that if he plays, the, the Chiefs will absolutely run away with it. But again, you can rely on Le'Veon Bell; like he's still a, a serviceable running back in the NFL. Pat is going to throw all over the place. Oh, we're
0: on a first-name basis now with the defending Super Bowl MVP. I okay. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. <laughs> Pat. <laughs> like, Pat like, Ty- like, like, I just, like I just had one chicken today, Pat. Go on, bro. Ready? Right, Ready? Right, 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 right. So Pat is going to throw to Tyreek, uh, also first-name basis. Uh, we'll
1: also throw to Kelsey. Oh, no, uh, that's the last name. Darn it. Uh, Pat will throw to Travis (laughs) and and, oh my God. What's the, I'm, I'm forgetting the other receiver. Exactly who I'm talking about, but uh, another prop that I really like, uh, I didn't write this up. uh, The real NFL guru wrote, wrote up this one. uh, uh, Check out Anthony's stuff on the game day as well. Um, But I love Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns. Okay. I think he throws for three. If you look at what this, uh, the over under is at fifty seven, they're expecting close to five touchdowns for the Chiefs. So Uh,
0: I will let him. I will let him know that I'm stealing his best bet because I love love that.
1: that
0: Wait a minute. Well,
1: he wrote those articles, but I'm just telling you that I found a really good one. I haven't read his articles yet. And I think all of our listeners should go check it out gotcha. because that could be in there. I don't okay. even know.
0: So I'm stealing both.
1: but You're, you're, you're stealing mine because it's really good and it's really smart. Uh, and I don't know why the number's only two and a half.
0: Re gifting your re gift. I'm okay with that. Are they trying to say that there will be multiple Kansas City Chiefs defensive touchdowns? That could be worth looking into for the prop bet.
1: Multiple.
0: No, just any time any other Kansas City uh, player score a touchdown. That I think that qualifies as defensive, right?
1: Depends on the site you're on. So okay. Um, well, yeah. Kings if
0: they if they, they have the game other game. option, yeah, then
1: right. But DraftKings does it that way, so the odds are usually a little worse. Okay. While while FanDuel typically lets you have a defense or special teams.
0: Okay, and that yeah, and So, in that case, they would definitely hop on that Kansas City one.
1: So you're – wait, so I like Kansas City minus either 9.5 or 10. But – so here's here's where I can't pick the over-under. Okay. I think there are two possible scenarios in this game, and either one can happen. So option one is the Chiefs run away with this game, but then I think the under hits. If it's a close game and the Browns are somewhat close to the team we saw last week, I then I think they hold their water and take up enough where we can then get over the fifty seven. So if it's a blowout, I like the under. If it's a reasonably good game, I like wait if it's right if it's a, if it's a close game, I like the over. So
0: number that I track this year um oh goodness give it give it to me in me that pump. We need, we need to see the Browns in high total games this season. So what we did is we looked. We saw the 56-and-a-half at Dallas. There were 87 total points scored. Oh. In another one, the other highest total game of the season, 54, there were a total of 76 points scored in that game. That was at Tennessee. Uh, and then they had a couple – a lot of mother with a fifty and a half and a half total at Cincinnati – that hit seventy one. They had a fifty at Pittsburgh. Only it, it reached forty five, but that was only because uh, Cleveland put up seven points that day. Pittsburgh had thirty eight themselves. So I think the main point, the main takeaway from that, anytime you see the Cleveland Browns in the fifties with a total, it's usually goodness. Three out of four games in that in that scenario.
1: Okay, I'm convinced. I'll take the over.
0: That's easy. <laughs> 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 it's funny that like some some of these teams will stick in your head. And you just think, like, oh, like, I remember when they were, you know, kind of priced at that number or, or placed in that specialty. But it's amazing that the Browns have only had four games with, with a total of 50 or over, and three of those games have hit 70 points. I mean, that's that's telling you something.
1: Okay, I'm in. No problem. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I I, they
0: won against the Cowboys and like we
1: I remember that That I love I
0: love the there like eighty one points later. Yeah, hate to say
1: how about the so wait, did you mention the game against Baltimore, which was like arguably the best game of the year?
0: Uh yeah. Well I think that was a forty I think that was like a forty-seven.
1: So one of the teams like single-handedly covered the spread there, covered the, the total there?
0: Yeah, so, yeah, no, but you're absolutely right. They did. It was a 45 and a half total, uh 47 to 42, which I actually covered in that game by having I you took the
1: under in that game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, AFC North division rivals. Yikes.
1: Uh, that game was nuts. So I lost, that's how I lost in fantasy. I was I was leading up until the last drive. The guy I was playing against had Mark Andrews who Ugh. caught three bullshit passes in order to pass me. There were so many scenarios where if the game just didn't go nuts, I would have won. But Yikes. It happens.
0: So also with that total, um, it opened at 54.5 and actually seen someplace 57.5. So to have a three-point uh, uptick on the, on the total like that, with both teams getting their implied total jumping up, It's a pretty good sign that we're going to see points that day. So, I dig it. What
1: is, where, uh, are you, where are you on a side? I haven't heard your.
0: Oh, your- uh, well, Kansas City. I think they're going to run Cleveland out of the water. I think pretty much all those points are coming from Cleveland or from Kansas City side of things. And I think you laid it out perfectly. To be quite honest with you, um, you know, just Cleveland Super Bowl being last week. You know, there's no way that. You go from going on the road to beating the Steelers to going on the road to Kansas City and doing that next week. No, no, sir. Cannot we'll happen. Look, look, Kansas, no, no, no. We'll see. And, and we're going to be right. But that we'll see. Yeah. But we already know.
1: Yeah. I, I, I hope. I hope. I really, really hope that we're right. Um, but we also, so you got to think about it. Kansas City. Hasn't been so great down the stretch. I think we're still thinking of them early in the season when they were still super hot. Like, they had a close game with the Falcons just a couple weeks ago where I think it might even take them a half to wake up, similar to last year when weren't they down like 24-0 to Houston? They were. Straight touchdowns. We could absolutely see something like that again where if at any point the Chiefs are behind, live bet the crap out of them yeah oh my god I, um gonna happen oh shit
0: there's something I, was Damn, uh, I don't
1: know uh did it help dead air
0: dead air radio oh was my what favorite
1: does it have to do it does it have to do with the chiefs and the browns or is it something completely different?
0: No, it has to do with football.
1: Okay. So let, wait, it has to do with football. <laughs> it's like, it's no, like, we're, it's like playing word association where it's like field goal, touchdown.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: or, or wrong ball. No, it, it has Johnny to do, it has
0: to do with the with the Texans collapse in Kansas City.
1: Did you have a bet on that game last year?
0: I did, but I just had Kansas City from the jump.
1: Are you amazed where the Texans now are? Huh? are you happy with that? <laughs> yeah, the Texans are terrible. Have two good players in Watt and Watson, and gave away a top three pick to the Miami Dolphins. I'm
0: done. I'm done trying to figure this out.
1: Okay, let's move on. And you will absolutely remember while we're going over your favorite game.
0: Absolutely.
1: Round weekend.
0: Yeah, well, of course, I'm going to have to be a homer in this one. But my title, I is traveling to the Bayou, face the New Orleans Saints. Saints are three point favorites in this game. Money line minus 175 for the Saints, plus 145 for your favorite pirate ship people. Uh, total 50 and a half. I'm sorry, 52 uh, at the total for this game over here. So. The Saints have absolutely dominated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers twice this season. Once week one, once on a Sunday night, which sent me into a, a massive tailspin mentally. But seeing this line at three points, heading into the Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana, I feel so much confidence. I feel so much confidence that I've never felt the confidence in the right arm of one Tom Brady, but not only will this be a cover for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, this will be true vindication. Vindication, if you will. An outright win uh, ruling Drew Breeze's swan song season for the New Orleans Saints. I think a lot the, the Buccaneers have learned a lot from each other, and I'm not scared of the Saints' offense. Uh, it, it's a Tampa Bay victory in New Orleans this Sunday. No points needed. Straight up victory.
1: So I stayed as quiet as I could there because that's going to be a clip that I think you're going to want to keep. Okay. The reason that I think that is <laughs> is, is because on <laughs> the New Orleans Saints, yeah, minus the points. Or if you want to double down, we've talked about this. Yeah. Take a side where you take the money line, no points, and it can be worth four. Instead of two, so think this over. But anyway, so no, no, you got it. it. We know that this will be a take aside, but also this is the other game where I wrote the preview on the game day. Be sure to check, check, check that out. Um, I did the best bets as well as my best three prop bets, um, and my best bet in this game is the Saints minus um, three. So my reasoning is has a lot to do with the fake narrative of. It's hard, it's tough to beat a team three in a single season. It's a myth. I don't understand how everyone thinks that it's a thing when so I only took data since 1998. There have been 10, 10 instances where teams have met in the playoffs after a regular season series sweep. The two and O teams in the third meeting have won seven of those 10 contests. Including each of the last three. Guess what, Al? Guess what? The last team to accomplish it was these same New Orleans Saints in 2017, where they defeated the Carolina Panthers three times.
0: Yeah, I, that's not fair. Panthers suck.
1: A different team, I get it. But I just, the Saints were so dominant in both of those games. <laughs> And so I hear people saying, oh, it's, you know, it's a different, it's a different Bucks team. The week nine Sunday night game, the Bucks had everyone. Yep. You know that. And that was the annihilation. That was the, the week, week one was close. Yep. Week Nine was 38 to three. So yep. tell me, convince me, convince our listeners how mm-hmm. it will be different this time around. And your answer can't only be because Tom Brady. Well,
0: you have to take the uh, Team USA-Iceland sort of narrative into this game where the where the Buccaneers are USA and they are do it. Yeah, look, I, I think that the Buccaneers, the last couple of weeks, they kind of figured it out on offense. I think now that they got Evans, Godwin, Antonio uh, Brown, Gronk, like that really is really the formidable foursome right there that you got to deal with. Uh, in addition to Scottie Miller, uh, Tyler Johnson as well, but this is just, to me, I think that this is a team that, you know, they've seen some dark moments this season, and they, they kind of bounce back immediately. Um, you know, the game where they were down, was at 17 nothing at Atlanta? They come back and they storm back and score like 30, I want to say like 35, 38 points, something like that. I mean, granted, they're a much different team, but <clears throat> Tom Brady, two Bruce, it doesn't get any bigger than that. I mean, I know you don't want me to say why without Tom Brady, but I think this is a guy that...
1: You have to give me something other than just... No, but this is... The thing you have to know about me, and you know this, these are the two teams that I picked um, in the NFC. I have Super Bowl tickets on them. Nice. So the one, the one of them is getting eliminated this week. That's so unfortunate. I was hoping uh, that it wouldn't... I was hoping that... Seattle would beat the Rams and then they would have been on opposite sides of the bracket. Yeah, losing a Super Bowl ticket either way where these were these I think I think whoever wins this game goes to the Super Bowl. Um but, look, you, even, you even see I bought that Tampa Bay hat which is right there. So so tell me we're going to do take a side but do you want it plus the points? Do you want it money line? And also if you win this game I'll wear the hat on the show next week. I
0: want the money line cuz I want those extra points.
1: But but then so if you lose, I get four points though.
0: Right. Is
1: that is that fair?
0: I yeah, mean, yeah. Why like I can't, well
1: I mean taking, you're taking the money you're you're not taking the points.
0: I mean I do need to take a chance here. So essentially it's would you take a chance on this game to extend your season? If not, it's it's gonna be over anyway.
1: Yeah, but I shouldn't get four points for getting a favorite. Though. All right, so when you get three. No, I'll take. So if you win, you get four. If I win, I'll take the traditional two.
0: Okay, and then you still, and then you said mathematically. If
1: you win, I'll also wear the hat.
0: Um, and then you still mathematically be up in any event in that event.
1: If you win both this weekend, I'm up by one going into the conference title. I really wish they took the off. beginning.
0: I wish I took the beginning of the season seriously. I really kind of just effed off with it. Now, now I really need to do this. So yeah, it's all about it's all about Brady and the boys this year. But no, again, um, I just I think that if is a a team that's wanting to get behind Brady at this point. It's going to be a very spirited football game, and you know the one thing that you can't, uh, you know the one thing that you can't deny here is that Tampa Bay's defense is they're hard hitting. I know they've kind of been a little hampered by a couple injuries here, but nevertheless, this is still a hard hitting unit, especially in the secondary. So. I think uh, you know, we get the opportunity to get some of these hit sticks, if you will, start getting some fumbles, start changing the field position. Something has to be different in this matchup. For example, against the Saints, right? And that, like it has to be turnovers. It can't like you can't be taking stupid ass penalties. You can't be you know putting yourself in third and long situations or whatever. Be smart. Get make the play. Make the right plays. And I just think that again, Brady's a guy that puts you in a safe haven, whereas if Jameis was in this position, you did, you doing very well. Yeah, like Saints are probably going to be favored by 10. Yeah, and it's just – it ain't going to be a pretty day. But, again, I think you got enough, enough calm, level-headed guys on this roster that could put those first few games out the window and be like, all right, one more time for all the marvels here.
1: So, speaking of turnovers, um, the two quarterbacks in the two previous games Breeze had six touchdowns and no turnovers. Brady had two passing touchdowns and four interceptions. Oh. But just you, but you're right. It's the turnovers. That is the difference. Whoever doesn't turn the ball over in this game probably wins.
0: Yeah. Oh boy. Well, you know what I'll be doing Sunday night sitting sitting up on the TV like this.
1: You're you're gonna be screaming at your television a lot (laughs) it's a good game let's hope a lot of points get scored this weekend is awesome for football fans and betters alike um we're gonna have we have eight great teams playing and as of next week we only have four and then we'll we're gonna have our conference title game set which is just insane that we've even made it here Um, right it's so great i like when we started this in in early september we we talked like I wonder if this'll last all season. <laughs> I mean, not the show, but like the league.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and
1: now we're there. And and like if you really think about it, like the NFL has been a league that yes, like I'm gonna say like they weren't really affected by COVID because the Browns were last week, but they've been unblemished by it. Where they've pushed through and there's been no like they only lost because of this. They, they rescheduled games. They did what they needed to. And now we're here, and we have four really, really, hopefully good games to look forward to this weekend.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, once again, you can bet on all those games at WilliamHill.com. You can code TS500. You get yourself a 100% deposit bonus uh, when signing up for a new account over there. Once again, just use the promo code TS500 and you get that right away. Also, I want to big, give a big shout-out uh, to us shotscom They've been sponsoring the show for us all season. Again, make sure you go there, read all the articles and the bets that I will have up there tomorrow. Um, We've got two of them together already. Uh, two more coming tonight. Uh, one just mass released there on Friday. So going be, to be a wealth of information coming you for this weekend. Um, plans on watching the game this weekend, Paul?
1: I am getting together with two of my friends from elementary school.
0: Oh, wow. Uh,
1: So, so we've taken on a new hobby, which is an old hobby. Okay. We're opening boxes of, of trading cards.
0: Interesting.
1: So uh, last weekend we bought three uh, boxes of, of football cards and we pulled out, we got a Herbert rookie rookie card, a Justin Jefferson a, a Chase Young, a Cam Acres, um, and a and a T Higgins. So those were all the rookie cards we Did you Get
0: the the old rookie backs there. Come on now.
1: No, no, so we got three boxes, and those were the ones that might be worth something. Gotcha. Um, so we've been doing that, and we're trying to, you know, we're we're trying to flip them, make our money back. Where we're trying to find that one card that's really worth a lot of money. Where in one of the the boxes you're guaranteed either a signature card or like, you know, the ones with the piece of the Jersey.
0: Okay.
1: We had three of those packs. (laughs) The cards that we got are pure comedy. (laughs) Okay. So three of those packs. We open the first one. Oh my God. We see it's Patriots. It's a Jarrett Stidham card.
0: Nice. Love that guy.
1: Then the next pack. Put them in. The Lions one. We're like, Oh, maybe it's like DeAndre Swift, maybe Hawkinson, maybe Stafford. Oh, no. It's Carry On Johnson. Wow. Ah, now the third back there. I was, I was then,
0: thinking Jeff Okuda.
1: But here's where it gets even better. The third pack was also Carry On Johnson. Wow. Like, that's so random. And, like, those are the cards that can potentially be worth a couple hundred bucks. And instead, I'm going to go back to the card store. And just go to the owner and be like, these are the three we got. Do you want to buy them or just give me a free pack of cards? <laughs> I'm sure he can sell them for like a dollar or two. So he'll give me like four bucks and I'll just take a pack of cards for you.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, so I'm getting
1: together with some old friends Saturday night for the Bills-Ravens game. We will be socially distant. We will uh, be masked up. Um, and we're going to watch the game and uh, open some packs of cards.
0: Nice, very nice. Yeah, you better wear the gloves while you're touching the same cards. You're disgusting. Oh
1: God, I'm the only one of us touching the cards.
0: You're disgusting human beings. And
1: what, are, and what about you? What do you? Well, I, what are your Sunday night plans? Because that's the game you care about.
0: Yeah, I, don't, I think really just sitting at home, kind of focusing. You know, I gotta be there for my team. <laughs> but no, I, it's funny because I've had some like really cool. Second round trip, like uh, one of the last few years. I was in Miami for this playoff weekend. Um, you know, I've I've been like on different trips and stuff like that with the with the Monday off. But um, this is usually a good weekend, and you know, it's kind of derailed by COVID and everything. So I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do anything, to be quite honest with you. But um, you know, who knows? Maybe we get an outdoor party at the field across the street. I'll pull the TV out, invite the neighbors over.
1: That sounds good. And what we'll do a year from now, if we have Monday off, which hopefully we will, we uh, let's uh, let, we'll take taking sides on the road.
0: That'd be nice. That'd be very nice. The people would love it. Fun. The people would rejoice big time. All right. Well, we've got this just over an hour, so that's that's what happens when you got four games for us. But uh, thank you as always for joining us. We, Paul, the internet, the Bob, peace.